0: For the Alliance. For the Horde! Slay them all!
1: Your mom's a bearded ogre and your father's a trog!
2: Welcome, travelers, to episode 7 of Casual Casual Cast. I am your host. Reina Swiftsage! This is the World of Warcraft podcast for those who are hardcore about not being hardcore. In each episode, I cover some Warcraft news in and out of Azeroth, I cruise the forums and share community feedback, and I share some adventures in Azeroth and finish by taking a trip through trade chat. And I welcome you to join me. You can tweet the show at acasualcast, you can email the show at casuallycasualcast at gmail.com, and you can follow me on Twitter at Horena. Let's get into the show. And now it is time for some World of Warcraft news world of warcraft hotfixes fixes were recently released on january 21st and 22nd many hotfixes fixes were added to the game and i obviously won't be reading them on the show because that makes for a very boring podcast but i did put the link to the show link to the hotfixes fixes in the show notes and obviously you can find it at world of warcraft.com mythic dungeon international shadowlands 2021 season one is here mdi returned to youtube this friday january 22nd when top teams from around the world faced off to earn points towards advancing to the mdi season one global finals and competed for their share of 20000 000 us dollars prize pool to make it to each cup the teams will need to prove themselves in time trials against more than 200 other teams with the final eight teams advancing to each cup. Once all four cups have been completed, the top six teams based on total points will advance to Season 1 Global Finals where they will join with the top two teams from China to compete for the title of MDI Global Champion and their share of the $300,000 U.S. prize pool. More information can be found at WorldofWarcraft.com or the link in the handy dundu show notes. Activision has moved its Vicarious Vision studio from the Activision side of the business to the Blizzard side, according to an article on GamingIndustry.biz by Brendan Sinclair. It goes on to say that Vicarious Visions with a team of about 200 people will be employees of Blizzard and fully dedicated to existing Blizzard games and initiatives. This means that the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 studio will no longer be creating games as the lead developer. A representative explained to Gaming Industry that, quote, after collaborating with Vicarious Visions for some time and developing a great relationship, Blizzard realized there was an opportunity for Vicarious Visions to provide long-term support, unquote. They also were said to have declined to specify what the team has been working on with Blizzard, or for how long? I have put the link to the Gaming Industry Biz article in the show notes. And on Twitter, WoW Esports at WoW Esports tweeted out, "There's still a chance to help out your Covenant." Use your team's hashtag here on Twitter, and the team with the most hashtags at the end of January will win the trophy. You can use hashtag Team Kyrian, hashtag Team Necrolord, hashtag Team Venthyr, hashtag Team Night who will come out at top? Right now, the Night Fae, they say, is looking pretty good. And they have an infographic showing Team Necrolord is on fourth place as of 122 2021 And Team Kyrian is in third place. And Team Venther is in second place. And so far, Team Night Fae is winning. So you can still participate to the end of January by using your Covenant hashtags to see who comes out on top.
0: I'm bored! You wanna go for a drive?
1: Sure. You know where I'd like to go? Where? I'd like to go cruise some forums. Hmm. Sure.
2: Right, we're back in the driver's seat and we're heading to the general discussions at the us.forums.blizzard.com. And our first stop is a post by Snickrot, a level 60 orc hunter titled Kyrians Have a Weird Fetish. And I think they're right. So Snickrot has to say,
0: I just don't understand the need to hold me while you go throw spears down at the ground or grab scrolls from your floating bookcases like why am I there when you're clearly doing all the work or have a free hand if you weren't holding me.
2: You know, and Snickrot is not uh, wrong in questioning if the Kyrians have a weird fetish because I've often wondered that myself, especially because I was just wrapping up a uh, Bastion back in the game, leveling and I did notice, you know, that I was no longer being carried by like my chin. Because I was kind of concerned I was gonna turn into you know, I'm a night elf hunter and I thought I was gonna start looking like an undead hunter. I was gonna be not I'm gonna be I was gonna be chinless, jawless F the Kyrians kept carrying me through the sky by my chin so i totally get what they're saying but we do have some feedback from our fellow forum posters starting with rosen ivy a 60 blood elf warlock
1: meh that foot fetish poster is weirder at least when you're allowing a carrion to hold you you're consenting that other guy Mm, he just forces his trolling on
2: everyone solarian is a 10 void elf mage and they chimed in with they just, like, literally as well as metaphorically choke the individuality from you is all. Wow, I had no idea this was such a hot topic. These Kyrians and their creepy fetishes. Well, we're not done. Nicolo, which is a level
1: 60 mechanome Monk, had this to say. Um, I I just don't understand the need to hold me. You know, it's, it's a power move. It's in the afterlife. You have to assert your dominance early. And Asana, a 60 human monk, chimed in
2: with a silver lining to wrap up this forum discussion. They
0: just love you so much. Mortals are very huggable
2: okay our next forum discussion is a post by zombie in the general forums and it is titled
0: start your own group stop complaining about being declined 24 7 start your own group Post after post about non-meta specs getting declined for hours on end. Believe it or not, there is a handy tool in the group finder that allows you to start your own group. To do mythic dungeons, and the best part is you can accept whoever you want. And before you tell me that you don't want to make your own groups, let me stop you right there. Start your own group. It's a night and day difference, as the majority of people don't care who they run with. And I did the majority of my Mythic Plus runs as a sub by making my own groups. After getting declined, like a lot of people, repeatedly for days, I decided enough was enough. This is what you must do. The people who are declining you are getting dozens of applications. They're going to pick the highest item level person. So if you want to gear up, you need to make your own standard. And make your own group. Repeat. Make your own group. Stop being lazy. Make your own group.
2: Wow. Hmm. Well, I, I kind of guess what you guys pulled out of that entire post. I have a feeling that we should maybe make our own group. <laughs> I really, I feel like that's the vibe they were, hand, you know, that's what they really wanted to hit home. That zombie, you know, just wanted to nail it a couple more times, kick that horse a couple more times. <laughs> All right. So can you only imagine the
1: replies
2: that zombie got? Let's take a look.
1: Hi, my name is Danith, and I'm a 60-level human hunter. And I just wanted to tell you, Zombie, um, that better yet, join a Mythic Plus community. There's hundreds of them, and amazingly, everybody in them joined because they want to do content!
0: My name is Elzenic, and I'm a Void Elf Mage. The solution, Zombie, isn't the people making their own group, as you said. Enough people have cited the issues that in plenty of threads already. And simply repeating the same statement ad nauseum doesn't magically make it work for everyone. The problem is the system. The player base shouldn't be the gate that decides whether or not other players can access content, period. It's bad design. I get that some folks love the current LFG system, but that's because it works for them. It doesn't work for everyone. And people making their own groups doesn't get away from this problem. I won't reiterate the solutions others have already posted since they're already well posted. I just want to emphasize that doubling down on non-solutions doesn't actually solve overarching systematic problems.
1: Hi everyone, I'm Harris Hattie, I'm level 10 Lightforge. Jane Paladin and I just wanted to chime in and let you guys know that the solution is patience! You'll get in something eventually! And our last forum post of cruising the
2: forums is titled Screw the Lore! What ridiculous thing do you want to add to the game?
1: Hi there, I'm You may remember me from my reply earlier, I'm a 60 human hunter, I post on the general forums to add whatever whack stuff your little heart desires. And uh, I'm going to edit this to add, you all are sufficiently whack. Give me your best shots. Hi there, I'm Tessaria,
2: a 50 light forward strain I paladin, and I Totally want playable red Draenei, Minari, and Iridar with awesome wings!
0: Hey there, I'm Ruor, a level 60 high mountain tauren druid. And what ridiculous thing I want added to the game, I just simply want <laughs> a good story. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Denise again, and I just wanted to chime in on my own post, because that's cool, and I just felt like doing it. And I just wanted to add that I want you to give me the Magic Mommy's Blizzard! I want to play as a Techno Pharaoh!
0: Why, hello there. My name is Jax. I'm a level 60 Blood Elf Demon Hunter. And I want a Shavara allied race, and more slot
1: Hey, I'm a night elf druid named Ray, and I just want Anduin to ask me for my hand in marriage, so I can decline. Hey, 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 everybody! I am Palatina! I'm a level 50 Blood Elf Paladin in the house! Woo-hoo! And I want a villain faction that knows it is evil and spits at the good defiantly! I also put snow
2: <laughs> wow you guys have some very creative wants and desires to add into warcraft that's not canon so that's awesome and i also heard that there's a world of warcraft uh group on, on a social app called MeWe. and I actually made this account like two years ago and um i joined it and i asked the question in this warcraft group there And I wanted to thank Ipo for replying. And they said that they would like a night elf shaman. They said, give me the meld. Oh, and cross-faction play, neutral faction option, and undead paladins. Not for gameplay advantages, just because I like the concept. So thank you so much, Cameron. We're going to be moving on because, you know what? I have a feeling that mm, it's time for a side quest, guys. It's time for a side quest.
1: (laughs)
0: What's that over there?
1: Oh, it looks like a, a side quest.
0: Oh, I love side quests. They always get me off on some goose chase.
1: I love them too. They're so much fun and not productive whatsoever.
0: That sounds fantastic. Let's go check it out
2: all right for this episode side quest i went to twitter and you can also participate in side quests on twitter if you follow the show at a casual cast on the twitters and i made a poll and i said in your opinion is shadowlands alt friendly and so far we've had 26 votes i'm probably gonna have more of a an outcome on this because i accidentally made it for 24 hours so i might have to also reiterate the results on our next episode if it has um grown exponentially but right now it is standing at 15.4 percent say that shadowlands is alt friendly and 30.8 percent said nope it is not alt friendly. And 23.1% is not sure yet. And there is a tie for 38, 30.8% for depends how you play. So right now there's a tie between no, it's not, uh, it's not alt friendly and depends how you play. I'm in the not sure yet realm because i have um not hit 60 yet because i'm a very slow leveler i like to smell the roses i like to pet the all the all the pets in the place i like to get distracted by shinies (laughs) so um i would personally have to say i would think in general it would depend how you play but you know yeah right now it's a tie between nope and depends how you play and then I also want to thank Shanty Man Gaming at Shantyman Gaming on Twitter. And they said to clarify, because they also participated in the poll and they just wanted to give a little extra info to why they answered what they did. They said to clarify, the catch-up on renown is great. The leveling to get there is good, but trying to maintain the ancillary things like anima callings and the mission table is a challenge that compounds itself as you get more alts up to speed and I could definitely see where that will be an issue um, and a lot of balls to juggle I would think that that's at the end you're gonna have a lot of stuff to keep up on if you want to keep them all I guess relevant but we shall see it's you know time will tell we got a long ways ahead of us I'm sure they're gonna adjust stuff and tweak stuff and make it nice and and um, fluid hopefully as we go on and progress into this expansion this actual topic was inspired by a wowhead.com article that I put in the show notes. I put the link there, but they too wanted to tackle the concept is Shadowlands Alt-Friendly. And there was a post on wowhead.com by Renata Kane, And they go through and break the entire, their experience so far in the expansion down and the table contents they have it broken down nicely in their article and they hit the mall entry quest they hit world quest animal symptoms and gearing and then they asked that that timely question, is adult friendly? So you can check that out if you want to know their thoughts and opinions on that. But that has been your side quest for episode seven. We're going to be moving into trade chat. No, actually, before we hit trade chat, we're going to be diving into some adventures in Azeroth. All right so i am back in game and this is adventures in azeroth i did take a break obviously obviously we took a break recording the show you know it got to the point where like uh is the, is the expansion ever going to come out is it ever going to come out and then all of a sudden they dropped it like right before the holidays and we're just like eh, you know and, uh, lots of stuff going on with the holidays even with the coronavirus got everybody up in the lockdowns And stuff, you know, I, as a mom and a wife and I homeschool and I do all this stuff, I had so much stuff to do during the holiday seasons and I just could not could not get into it. I just wanted to really enjoy the ex- the expansion. So I took a break through the holidays. So now I'm back in business. My sister hasn't completely made it back yet. So she'll join in whenever she has the time to for our diminish expectations segment. But I am continuing my trek to working my way. My first character to 60. I want to say I'm like 56 and a half right now. I exited Bastion. I'm into Maldraxis, And um, I did see a lot of tweets a couple weeks ago where fellow Azerothians were really stressed out by not hitting 60 yet. And as fast as everyone else was, you know, and I think that's the thing about social media is it's like that FOMO. You see everybody doing it and you get like anxiety, you're like, oh, I gotta hurry, I gotta hurry. And I'm like, you know what, everyone, why are we rushing? We have to make this expansion last, I'm sorry. And I've literally already seen some articles out there going. I just picked my covenant and parked my character. And I'm like, really? What? Are you kidding me? You're one of those, aren't you? You're one of those. You know, if anybody plays an MMO, Um, And I'm used to playing like sandbox games too, you know, to me, I think we are responsible for entertaining ourselves. Yeah, I think uh, the game design can put a lot of unnecessary gating and can keep you out of content that you really want and I think that sucks. But when it comes to, you know, a game being bored, I think there's a lot of stuff to do in World of Warcraft because they have a lot of the mini, little mini games that go on into it too. And I don't really want to rush to wait. You know, who likes that? Who likes running that race lightning speed just to hit the brakes and and complain the rest of the expansion? So I just want to take my time and enjoy myself. So and I am doing that. So um, I love the fact so far when I was in um, Bastion that I could just jump off a cliff if I wanted to and some amazing little winged. Lovey do would come and pick me up and set me back on a cliff somewhere, and I was just like, "This is amazing." Because sometimes, you know, I love Bastion, and I think it is beautiful, and it's everything I thought Bastion was going to be. But for the love of biscuits, people, like, holy moly, I, I, I got so turned around. Everything looked the same. I'm like, it, it, "Is that that pastel player in my..." Where am I going? What, where am I at? And then there's so many cliffs and levels. I would just jump and say, hey, I might die or this, you know, a lovely winged creature will come and save me. Hm, whatever, whatever. I just kept paying my repair bills because goodness sakes, it's crazy. I yeah, so if for as beautiful as Bastion was, I was just not into the the constant cliffs and levels and stuff. And oh yeah, yeah. I would totally try to cliff dive into some water and I gotta say like 80% of the time I landed right on the edge and would die and have to go find my body. So There's that, so it's funny because now that I'm in Meldraxus, I have not had the issue yet. I've gone through the whole thing right now with Draka, I just pulled some sword out of a rock, which is hilarious because get this, alright, if you've done Meldraxus, which most of you most likely have already have, I thought it was so funny. Just, I get so sidetracked when I play, and I saw this amazing rock out in the middle of this lava pond, and I was like, why would they stick a rock out in the middle of a lava pond? And then I ran, and I I put, because I'm a hunter, I put my, like, turtle spell on me that kind of absorbs damage for, like, a very short amount of time. I want to say it's, like, eight seconds. And so, like, I, it's, I call it my Dollar Tree bubble, you know? It's, like, my Dollar Tree bubble. It's, it's good enough for, like, eight seconds, and after that, it's... <clears throat> Definitely not like a a priest or the paladin, little protection bubble. So I turtle myself with my Dollar Tree bubble and I swim through the lava, and I forgot to dismiss my pets, so my pets kind of got shish-kebobbed through the lava, and I land in this amazing rock, and I'm like, what? I'm thinking, like, maybe there's a note out there, maybe there's something I should, you know, check out. No, there's nothing. It was just an amazing rock, and I'm like, why would I stick this rock out here? And I just totally swam to it. Well, then, fast forward, like, 10 more quests, this quest goes and you need to prove yourself Horena, you need to find the stone and swim to it, and if you make your way to the stone, you have proven your worth, and I was like dude, I totally just proved my worth like 10 quests ago, but nobody was around and I was like, you know, waiting for some amazing thing to happen and nothing happened, so they had to go reprove myself and my worth, you know, to the dude. I can't remember his name. It's like Primus or something maybe. And so yeah, so there's that. That was one of my adventures. (laughs) I blew it before I knew it. (laughs) So also before I left Bastion, I was loving, I was loving the little stewards in Bastion, little owl people. I totally would love a plushy version of them. And, um, yeah, like I said, Meldraxis. whew, that is a that environment is polar opposite of bastion but so far traveling has been a breeze so it's so funny how they crisscrossed them bastion's amazing and gorgeous and a nightmare to travel and Meldraxus looks like <sighs> very depressed place but hey my girl draka's up in there and i was completely i i had tweeted out i do not fan girl in real life i don't I just don't get excited about meeting anybody because I think we're all the same. Like, everybody's a human, and that's. I'm just not a fangirl. I just, I just can't. And so I totally was fangirling when I met Draka because I love Draka. She's my spirit orc. If I had to pick a character in game, I probably would say Draka is my spirit to Warcraft character. And, um,. Plus, I think it helped that I've been um, listening to The Rise of the Horde because I've read it and I'm listening to it. And that just brings you so much closer to Draka. So I adore her and I love her. And I'm convinced, yeah, that she's my Warcraft spirit orc. So I'm going to be moving on to trade chat. Welcome to the Casual Casual Cast Trade Chat, Azerothians. The safe place from nasty jokes and trolling and all that jazz. What we do here is we uplift, we spotlight, and we share. So I travel the interwebs and I find cool Warcraft stuff to share with you, and I want to shed some light and love on these individuals. So first off, we have a tweet from Ivana Nikolik at moms underscore den tweeted out a very helpful video she made that tells us how to get a SpineMaw Glade Chewer, quote, quick and easy. And she said, if you haven't gotten your spine SpineMaw Glade Chewer in Ardenwald yet, Here's a quick and easy guide on how to do it in no time. Another cool hashtag Shadowlands mount check. So I put the link to her YouTube uh, video in the show notes at casuallycasualcast.com. And I also put her Twitter so you can contact her if you need to get a hold of her or if you have any questions. So it's really cool. And also I found a tweet from my pal on Twitter, Honors Hammer and you can follow him on twitter at HonorsHammer. and he posted a question out to the warcraft community and he wanted to know if threads of fate is uh has anyone used threads of fate for leveling their alt and he wanted to know what to expect with the experience so brico at bricko stud said i did threads of fate With my Nelf Hunter in Ardenwald, if you do that you don't get the play, very disappointed, but my own fault for not researching it more. That was a week after launch. Not sure if it still holds true, but leveling is very disjointed in my opinion. And then Calcius um, added in reply to Brico and said, you don't get the play if you choose to skip the Sanctum tour when you return at 60. If doing threads of fate didn't lock you out from doing it. So there's that. In case you wanted to know, I thought it'd be handy to share this tweet this Twitter thread with you guys to answer some questions if you have the same questions. Elizabeth at Fayessence said, It feels designed for not grinding, i.e. it seems most natural when you log on, do whatever quests, objectives, etc. that interest you, and then log out. Trying to rush through levels by grinding you run out of quests and roll quests, and it becomes very sluggish. She also added in another tweet reply that the only downside is the travel time. The quests aren't necessarily clumped up. You have some flight paths, but not all. And she said that she's doing it on her sham on her shaman right now. And she also added one thing, you can earn Anima and renown though. You can't do anything with either yet, but you get a head start. Well that's cool to know. And then Jason at Jason FJ said, This is my take as well. My priest sets for days, gets a bunch of rested XP, and then I log. Her in for an hour or two, do some quests and a random dungeon queue or two, and then I log out. If you want 60 fast, do the storyline and use an autopilot or something similar. And then to wrap up the Twitter thread is Red Like the Sun on Twitter, and they replied, I like it better than repeating the campaign. It may take a little longer, but the freedom definitely makes up for it. So there you go. So thank you, Honors Hammer, for tweeting out a very helpful question i was i was definitely interested into it because right now like i said i'm only leveling my first character so i really hope that they get all this leveling stuff for alts ironed out with the threads of fate because it's going to be awesome because i too don't want to have to keep going into the maw and doing all that stuff i just it's why i don't like rolling death knights i just can't stand that whole locked in prison in me and that starter zone stuff so yeah and my next tweet came from Dr. Underscore Bombay at Dr. Underscore Bombay. And he tweeted out, so finally was able to choose my Warcraft Covenant last night. And I got to say, the play the Night Fay have you participate in depicting the previous expansions is hilarious. I love when WoW has a sense of humor about itself. So that is awesome. And I wanted to wrap this, wrap this episode up with the final tweet from Iconic slash Emerald Dream at Iconic Guild WoW on Twitter. I found this awesome tweet on the Twitters from Iconic Guild WoW and it led me to a really awesome concept video and it had said the tweet said when your guild bank has a tab full of pots what do you do you make an adoption video of course and i was hooked right there so this uh, actually this song that i'm going to share with you to wrap up this episode is produced by at jane Black. that's j-a-i-n-e g-l-o-c-k-e and kalia dav logs kalia i know i'm gonna mess that up i'm so sorry kalia dav logs de vlogs. That's Ka- oh, Kalida vlogs. Woo. Earth to herina. So let me try that again. It's made by Jane Glock and Kalida vlogs on Twitter. And I put the link obviously in the show notes at casualcasualcast.com, And, um, they also have this awesome, Um, Info about their guild, I wanted to know more about them so they obliged and they said Iconic is an alliance guild on Emerald Dream. They are a guild that is inclusive of all people and play styles. There is a raid team and active M plus community as well as events for more casual players. Their casual night consists of different in game events, hide and seek and naked darts for example non-wow game night is of jack-in-the-box also among us and also a casual raid night the casual raid is for players who want to try raiding in a safe setting with more experienced players we value having a community that is inclusive and safe for any person who wants to play with us for more info on the iconic guild you can head to twitter and get a hold of at iconic guild wow that is i c o n i c g u i l d w o w on twitter and you can find them on youtube too i will put the link to both the youtube song and their twitter accounts in the show notes at casuallycasualcast.com and the name of the song is in the bank of iconic and it is being seen by Jane Glock and Kalita Vlogs. And here you go.
3: Spend all your time grinding For Invincible For the upgrade from your weekly cash There's always some reason to ignore that bank tab And you're tired at the end of the day You need a distraction Oh, brand new cute friend Dragonkin critter loot, and everywhere you turn, there's more assassins at your back, and the pets keep on coming, you keep banking the strays that you already know you don't lack, you can make a difference, giving one more a home. Believe me Don't let them vanish Oh, please take advantage Of these wonderful pets In the bank of iconic Pets are left here these random drops and the extra friends we endear, they'll be put up for sale if no one takes them home. they in the consider adopting these wonderful pets. Without your help, they will be sent to the cold auction house. Here at the Bake of Iconic, we believe in second chances. Will you be their second chance? Log on today. Pets are waiting.
2: Oh, I absolutely love it. Ladies, it is so awesome. That is Jane Glock and Kalita Vlogs on Twitter. And that is the iconic guild on Emerald Dream Alliance. Give those pets a second chance, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for listening to episode seven. I have been your host, Horena. And you can participate in the show by tweeting at the show at Casualcast, a casual cast on Twitter. And you can email the show at casuallycasualcast at gmail.com. And you can head to casuallycasualcast.com for the show notes and where to find all this yummy goodness I have somehow fit into this entire show. So you guys have a great day and may the I don't know anima be with you. Does that work? Yeah, I think that works.
3: May our paths cross again.
1: I'll always treasure our time together.
3: Goodbye. Peace. In my native tongue, my name means dances with tassels.